Hey, hey, Mike, we're back, we're back, we're back, and we're whack. We're going to review the Champions League groups that were up for grabs that just finished. So we wrapped up the group stage. We're going to talk about Inter, we're going to talk about Real Madrid, and then we're going to talk about Manchester United and their folly. Then we'll review what's going to go on and finish up with the Manchester Derby, my team, Manchester City, versus... Manchester United, but we're going to start in Champions League Group B, 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 B. Mike, what happened in Group B? Yeah, I mean, it's been interesting. First and foremost, if you dislike Manchester United, strap in. You're going to enjoy this next hour or so. <laughs> today's the day. Um, today's <laughs> your day, right? So yeah. um, we're going to shit on them about the Champions League exit, their impending Europa League exit in February, I suppose. <laughs> and then we're going to talk about how City is going to lay some lumber on them this week. So, oh, I like I said, buckle so in for that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we had – we talked about it on Monday. There were two groups right. uh, that we were really, really watching uh, and excited grabs, for, for this sure. week. And, and uh, it was interesting that Real Madrid finally showed up and looked like Real Madrid, right? And they, were, they left no doubt. Um, yeah, they want, well, they, they they're good. They've got, they've got the juice, right? Like right. when I when I was looking for it, I was like, okay, let me just. I didn't watch the games. I just was like, let me see what happens. And I look it up. It's like two 0 Benzema. I was like, of course. It's <laughs> like, of course, right? Of course, it's gonna be Benzema scores in the Benzema. ninth and twenty first or twenty seventh minute. Yeah, like they that. were just like they they come out firing and they go bang bang, and and they were playing Shakhtar, mm. right? No, they were playing, no, no, no. They were Gladbach, who's been they good. They were playing Gladbach, sorry. Uh, yes, they were playing Gladbach. So, so the team that ends up actually getting through in the group ends Correct. up kind of getting waxed by Madrid. Um, right. Tuesday. And it's interesting because the best part about um, the group stage is the last day and when there are things like Group B where it comes down yeah. to I'm playing at the same time as the other guys and I have no fucking clue what they're doing right now. Yeah. And you basically – we didn't get to see it this time all that much. Actually, some of the players were doing this with their phones refreshing, trying no, to. No, no, no. The, the the Gladback team was on the sideline looking at an iPad. Okay, okay. So that's what we had. But yeah, yeah effectively, usually when there's thirty five thousand more fans in the stands, everybody's watching on the pitch, but they're also checking their phones and seeing all that stuff. Mike. My favorite example of that is Spurs fans in Barcelona right. trying to figure out if if um, PSV is going to tie Inter or not. Right. right. So. Um, I, f I feel like we're burying the headline a little. There was a thing that happened today. Yes. Yeah. 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 I was going to say, we'll get to that too. We'll get to that too. Wait a minute. Something happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, I looked at the scores. Yeah. I went, oh, yeah. <laughs> that happened. Um, but so, so Gladbach, God. just to finish up Group B, Gladbach <laughs> get beat up pretty good by Madrid. They only lose yeah. 2 nothing, um, but it's enough for them to go through because Shakhtar and Inter, uh, they really didn't do much of anything. They played with scores. Drew, right. But it was, it, this is like a referendum on Conte who, Yes. yes, he's won things, but there's something about his energy, his nervousness, the antics on the sideline that in these tournament games, they just – he's had such a poor run in Champions League with Chelsea. Uh, he either burns out or his players are feeling his feelings or something with his mojo just not mojoing. And it really, like, they just couldn't put in the chances. I mean, Inter had 20 shots, four on target – but I mean, and he just refuses for some reason to bring on um, uh, Erickson, brings him on like in the 95th minute, and he immediately see, starts I'm changing. Smiling things. from ear to ear, right? Yeah, now. I mean, the, the, there's something, <laughs> something's weird with Erickson. Like, yeah. I think it's his body language. I think he's like kind of so chill that it makes it like makes coaches feel like he doesn't give a shit or something. 
The weirdest they, thing about Erickson is that he runs a lot. In the Pochettino years, he was running like 10 miles a game. He was all over the place. Right? He right. was the quintessential Pochettino press player. And right. that was the thing is that late on in his tenure at Spurs, yeah. he wasn't running that much and the fans let him have it. Right. right. And then he sort of, uh, to make a, a baseball reference, he's sort of like Zach Greinke where he just kind of wilted under the pressure a little bit. And he was like, I don't like all these people yelling at me all the fucking time. Yeah. And, and he played like, every minute of every game right. oh, all the, for the like 18 months. They ran him into yep. the ground. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, and and I and I we'll get to the we'll get to the to the to the United thing. But one of the things I think fans really don't get is like this idea that it's not the physical part that gets them into the ground. It's the it's the mental. It's just like I, I mean, it's oh. both. But yeah, right, exactly. No, but it's, it's not like they. they can't, it's not other. like right. It's not that they can't. Right. It's not when they say fitness, like oh, he's not fit enough or things like that. It's this sharpness. It's the regularity. It's it's playing together. I mean, there's so much cohesion that goes into it it's very rare for teams to have to lose their set 11 you can you can lose one guy you can lose one or two guys and there's a regular schedule when you start doing wholesale changes start getting things messed up guys just lose their shit their mojo in yep. soccer it happens a lot and i think the thing that's so fascinating is players that are consistent are the rarity right harry right. kane is rare sonny wow. is rare um, knock on wood right now <laughs> no uh, but ronaldo and messi are interplanetary right, right guys exactly. have five good years and they're amazing right mm -hmm. uh but but to have 15 in a row anyway so that happened inter shit the bed again conte is making up goofy excuses again i don't know what's going to happen with him he's a good coach clearly but something is wrong in denmark with danes it's interesting too because <laughs> yeah uh except for hoybeer uh the yeah. um the interesting thing about group b is that he, they finished in the last place right so they don't even bump they're down just out <laughs> Which for them it might be valuable in this in the Serie A race. At the, yeah, I, it, I mean that is a that is an indictment. You cannot, you can't play Shakhtar and get smoked. Like well, knowing go you your, need to win, right? I mean you that's where. And the thing is, it's a money thing, right? They maybe lost ten million dollars just yeah. that, just from that. Anyway, so we have other teams going through City, Porto, Liverpool, Atalanta. Well, that was a big game. They were they were able to beat Ajax and Ajax. Yeah, that was another out. win and in game, which I, I right. love. Right, you get those in, yeah. in day six. I mean, it's it's sad. It's sad because Ajax is such a cool brand team, and like it was so great when you guys were played them and had that go on. Uh, Chelsea go through with Sevilla. Dortmund finish up their group. Lazio finds a way, beats Club Rouge. They were kind of in trouble, but they got themselves through. Juve beat Barca 3-0. Barca in crisis-ish. They're shit really bad in the league. Uh, Messi had like seven shots on target. Buffon at 44 years old basically shut him out. But that was Ronaldo. Messi had a little bit of a storyline, but less juice. And we go to the great and powerful Group H. Lot H, to talk H, about here. H. So let's talk about the the interesting thing before we get into <laughs> the interesting IR. thing. So yeah, we had that didn't see. Yeah, why don't you go ahead, Laurent? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> so I I was watching it. So so Istanbul Bashak Tahir is playing PSG, and there's a hard tackle in like the tenth or fifteenth minute, and one of the bench coaches is a uh, is an African. Not a not a North African, an African. Well, African. The game was getting pretty testy to this. It's point. testy. It's sharp. It's pointed, right? And the crew is a Romanian crew. Romanian language is a Romance language. So the fourth official who's sitting between the benches is trying to let the referee on the field know, hey, 
this guy deserves a red. This bench, the coach is yelling at them and, and really giving him, giving him an earful. And apparently he goes, the black guy. Well, hold on. Get wait, a red wait, card. So hold on. But, but in, Span- in, in Romanian, that's yes. negro. That is where, that's where the, the turning point in the story. But to, right? to so, rewind it real quick, right? So um, remember the uh, Aguero thing with the, the female lines person? Right. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Lines yeah. woman, I suppose. And, uh, and like, he, he was sort of intimidating to her. He right? touched and her. He, he, he shouldn't have it. touched her. He shouldn't have touched her. He shouldn't have gone near the ref. He sh- it, it, basically, it was some semblance of abuse of referee, right? Right. So we both were like, hey, don't fucking do that. Yeah, you just don't. Nobody has said that about this one. I wonder why, why, why. Well, why not? Now, now this is this. I, I, I'm, I'm mostly in your camp with this one. There's a weird, automatic group think that this is a racist situation, that is bad. Right now, right. Will can that referee? Should they be referring to people as black people or whatever? I don't get. So, so what happens is the guy doesn't speak Romanian. The coach is an African player, and he's yelling, why'd you call me Negro? Why'd you call me Negro? Why'd you call me Negro? Like, you can hear him. Yep. He's yelling because there's no fans there. And he's, like, losing it. So I'm like, this sounds bad, but I know Spanish. And if <laughs> Romania is like that, he's saying, why'd you call me black? And he lost his head and was either – they had lots of conversations. What I don't understand is why there was no moment – well, the, long and short of it, they have lots and lots and lots and lots of conversations. Bashek Tahir and PSG walk off the field. They're like, we're not playing, right? We're done. So they walk off. Now, I, there, there's two things that are happening. There's two questions really here. Was it a racist incident? Probably not. Was it, did it hurt the guy's feelings because he perceived it as racist? Probably, right? Well, I think it's clear, where... that, it's clear that the guy felt like he got called a nigger, basically. Well, hold on. The thing about this is that, like I said, he was already, he was already agitated about the game, uh, right. a hard tackle. He was screaming. He was angry. Yeah. He was angry before that referee said one word. But, so but, but let's, around, just assume, let's just assume he's angry. He thinks someone called him a racial slur. Oh, my God. Of course. So he goes from pissed off at the game, so and then the ref ballistic. goes, this guy. Right. right. Who was it? I don't know. The black guy. Uh, he's from fucking Bashikter. I don't know his fucking name. No, he's, he's African. He's from no, Africa. No, no, no. What I'm saying is the ref is like, who said that? And the fourth official goes, I don't know. What are the Istanbul cultures? Which one? The black the guy. The black guy. Right. Right. That's exactly what but happened. He he- but he hears it as El Negrito course, or whatever. Because right? he's already, he's already he's ready already to fire somebody. Because so then the, the team, guy. in the context of where we are today, in the context of Neymar had an issue happen within this season – in the context of Black Lives Matter, in the context of take a knee, in the context of end racism, this is like a worldwide thing. The players, for the first time I've ever seen, walk off the field and do not come back. (laughs) And they essentially are like, we're not playing if those guys are refereeing. And so that happened. Now, I think what's interesting is, now we're, we're two white guys, we'll never know, but I think that the coverage is just like, there's no benefit of the doubt. It's just like, this is great, fantastic on the players. I'm like, really? Well, this is, this was think... the, it was the, you know what was weird? It's like, the, the action was good. It was the wrong moment. Right, right. Right? And, like, and, and I, I think... love that they did it. This is not the one to do it for. So I kind of tried to take a, a seat 
and watch it a few times. And then I saw the halftime show and Kate Abdo was clearly kind of like shaken by what was going on. She was yeah. trying to handle the moment as best she could. And uh, God bless her. It's hard. She shot, she shot over to Micah Richards, he old city good. guy, right? He's fantastic on camera, by the way. And <laughs> he's electric. So he's got something. Kate Abdo goes, Micah, how would you have perceived this? And he effectively said a lot of what we've been saying. He goes, well, hold on a second. He, he said he was a black guy. Like, I don't, I don't know what that's supposed to, like, is that supposed to make me angry? Is that he was just kind of dissecting it. Instead of going for the sensational headline, he was like, hold the fuck on a minute. What's actually happened here? Now, we, the, now here's the piece, though. <clears throat> we don't know what was going on before, right? Oh, we like, don't know a goddamn thing. And we right. also, All we have is the sound. Know. And then you've got this great Demba Ba thing where he's being lauded because he goes to the ref and says, why did you have to say it that way? And that it gave, what was good about that was that it gave insight into what was really affecting the players, right? They right. were sort of saying, hey, just, I'm a man. Describe me as who I am. You should know who I am. Why do I have to be referred to as, as black player or black right. man? Now, mm -hmm. that's a, I don't, I, we don't live in it. We're not in the moment, but it seems sucky. Like, I want to see it when Montari was at Inter and there's a stadium full of fans and they do monkey chants and both teams walk off. Right. That's when I want to see people. it. And that's the thing. In the context of not just the entire BLM and end racism and all that stuff, of course. But guys, as, as, as Americans, we're sitting here talking about soccer. We have it bad as far as the racism problem in America is. You guys don't even fucking know. <laughs> it's bad in Europe. It's bad in Europe. So, yeah, <laughs> with Montari, with all of these horrible incidents in Italy, just alone in Italy. <laughs> just, right? Yeah, alone, just Italy. <laughs> just Italy. Holy really shit, guys. They, so, throw, they throw bananas at players. And, and what – it's so – if I had one – regret about the way that everything played out when Dembaba went up to him and was like, why do you have to do that? If the fourth official in that moment had the gravitas to say, hey, that's on me. I fucked that up. Extended his hand and went, my, uh, my sincerest apologies. If you took it that way, I, yeah, I did I, not. Yeah. I don't, I, you know? I think I'm sure if that didn't happen, then they handled it badly. Right. I'm sure, it happened, they were, I'm sure it happened off the field. It seemed like they were just like in shock. Like the guy was just like, what the fuck is happening? Well, I, I didn't do anything. The guy's got the, – the fourth official now has the, his, the biggest deer in the headlights look you'll ever see on an official – Yeah, he was, ever. he was scared. He was scared because he was yeah. like, oh, fuck. Because I'm his career is over. Well, that too. But like, yeah, he was like – he was in physical fear and, and fear of his career probably, right, yeah. at the same time. So, so instead I mean, of having it, that moment of, of gravity, he – yeah. It's, it's tough. Like, I get it. I sympathize. I just wish it wasn't this because I feel like it really gave your fucking people who boo by, boo taking a knee folks ammunition like he didn't do anything. But the gesture was so good. It's like, <laughs> yeah. you fucked up. Like you blew your load on the wrong, like this is the wrong moment. This was not the time. This was a, was a unfortunate and annoying incident and a mistake and insensitive but not a yeah he didn't it's like what are you doing dude this is and the I wrong time you i don't want to make it like sound the most like powerful I'm, thing you can use at the wrong moment yeah i don't want to make it sound like i'm acting like this was a performative show right it no, wasn't he, it was it all emotion at all it was yeah. all genuine emotion again yeah. driven initially 
by the, the, the tenacity of the game itself. Yeah, because it was a foul. It was bad. Yeah, right. They were kicking the shit out of each other. And my like, that's where I'm saying. I'm like, I just wish everything wasn't so, so sensationalized. But they but, did. I mean, they took a half be? an hour. They tried to get yeah. ready. And, and Beck Schechter here was like, we're not fucking playing. We're done. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which is weird because Turkey, they're insane there. They they're light, like they light coins and shoot them at each other. Like they're, they're like fucking, Baghdad light. They're crazy. Like insane there is people. known stories of people. Like if you hear about European nights and and famous games, the famous game is Leeds go to fucking Istanbul and their fans are killed. Yeah, <laughs> this isn't. This is not thirty years ago. It's two thousand five. <laughs> guys got stabbed in Istanbul, same city. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, Istanbul, like I said. They have I'm cats such, and knives. That's like really like, like I said with one of my buddies, which whose side do you think this guy's on? But he was like, really? That's the worst thing you've heard coming from fucking Istanbul? Really, buddy? And it's not. You know what? That was probably just the straw that broke the fucking camel's back at this point. And right? I, the other question is, is like, if they're going to take this stance, what's going to happen in a game with fans where both teams walk off the field? You could – potentially cause a major riot well because nobody's gonna know why right right you're in the stands you're 35 40,000 people you don't know anything other than the thing i just paid way too much money for just fucking stopped for no reason did somebody have a heart attack like what's happening here right? <laughs> yeah yeah and then so, they all get on their phones they all get on twitter and they figure out what exactly yeah, happened yeah. and then it all pops off from there right well the other game <laughs> Which, Which by now the way, doesn't even matter going now. Into, going into Group H <laughs> on Monday, we talked about PSG, Leipzig, and Man United. And we, we just were like, spent well, 25 minutes saying, shit oh, we're going to go through this real quick. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, they won, They end up playing the game the next day. They won 5-1. They, five to one. Yeah, they finished nothing. top of the group. Yeah. But, but Man United played in Leipzig. Nagelsmann lit Ole Gunnar Solskjaer on fire. There was amazing wing play by former City uh, player uh, Angelino and the other wing back who I his name I don't know and they're literally just pinging balls across each other because they figure out that Wambasaka does not know how to defend <laughs> like he can't defend space like he's great one on one but what you see from United is they play a back three with Wambasaka and I guess Shaw is the other one so they're playing five at the back they're doing their defensive thing and Wambasaka is just drifting into the center back position letting Angelino just run in on both goals. Yep. <laughs> and he's incredible. He's a bad defender, but he's an incredible – he's basically a winger. And he just – they light up within the first 20 minutes. They have two goals, and one, and they have a third that's offside by a cunt hair. And they're just like Man United's dead in the water. Then early in the second half, or mid-second half, like in the oh, 60th minute. minute. Yeah, 69th minute. They score another to go up 3-0 on uh, Harry Maguire and fucking David De Gea. Just like, what? You get it. Guy goes in, puts it in. They're just getting killed. Now, now keep in mind the context of the, of the, the game, right? All United needed at kickoff was a, draw. was a draw. So they didn't need a win. So when they're down 2-0, they go, all right, we just got fucking blitzed, but hold on. We're not dead. We can come back. We can get two. Three goals down, 70 minutes gone. You're the, like – The thing, the thing is, is though, like, look at, look at the United lineup. Matic, 
McTominay, Wambasaka, Lindelof, Maguire, Shaw. That's basically five defenders. Yep. Six defenders. Six mm-hmm. at the back. They're not even trying to win this game. But Telus and Wambasaka are just lost. They don't know how to defend. Or Wambasaka's used to being in a four where he's out on the wing already. But as a wing back, he's all over the place because the threes and no one's telling anyone where to go. It's like they'd never practiced this before and they didn't know how uh, <laughs> it's like they didn't know how, how, um, excuse me, how, how Leipzig were going to play. And they just fucking got annihilated in the first 20 minutes. It was, it was laughable. It was like, what are you doing? I think now, of and, course, yeah. what happens is in the late second half, somehow, some way, as usual, uh, United come back into this game. Vanderbeek made a difference. They went back to a back four. Uh, Williams came on, uh, Pogba came on, scores on a header, and then it's on. Then all of a sudden, United, again, lost in space, completely out of their minds, then boom, they come back to life. Well, it they was almost really pulled the thing back. It was, and, and let's be very clear about something. This was 100% Bruno Fernandes again, because he, he took the penalty, or he did he draw the penalty, I believe? He scored it, I know that. Um, no, it was a stupid penalty. Yeah, the of course it was. The guy fucking, of course it was. But that's the <laughs> other thing, right? So it's 3-1. And you, they're dead. They are not moving. And you breathe a little bit of life into them. 3-1, is, they, they, they're back. And they yeah. go, well, you know what? Fuck it. We've got 10 minutes. We've seen this story before. We've fucking done it twice in the last two weeks, right? Yeah. So they go, all right, we need two goals. All we yeah. need is a draw. Fernandez, uh, with, with one of the, um, the Leipzig defenders, I forget who, is just trying to shield the ball from him. Fernandez does this cheeky little play where he reaches in between the guy's legs and he nicks it off of the the uh, excuse me defending player with shoulder to shoulder basically sure but like he instead of the defender being able to like usher the ball out of bounds fernandez just nicks it off of him and right. all of a sudden it's a corner kick for united yeah. and what ensues from there uh, oh. basically it falls into paul pogba's lap bang now it's 3 to 2 <laughs> and you've got 8 minutes and extra time and yeah. it was and pretty, it, it, it was got, pretty it got close ending. it was close. It close there was a cross that the defender almost put in. Yes. And Very close. <laughs> it, was, it was almost an own goal. There was almost uh, a defender ran into, uh, I don't even know how to say it, Gulaseki, the, uh, the goalie. Uh, yeah, Golashi. Golashki. Golashki. Uh, the defender ran into him, and he held on to the ball with Fernandez literally sitting there watching, Behind waiting. Him, right, yeah. Um, By the way. So there was two opportunities for, for Leipzig to blow it and yes. give United the, you know, the, the, the thing they needed to escape. Didn't happen. It would have been a draw, right? So draw, they had, they had been, been two weeks before they had pulled one back similar similar to the Southampton game where you're just like Southampton just went and kicked them in the dick, but they were able to come back. And this is sort of can go right into the week. So Man United are out. They're probably, they're in the Europa League, but then this takes us into this week uh, with the Premier League where <laughs> now my team, Manchester City, plays Man United at Old Trafford, uh, which is lucky for me. Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh but you know city city have played city had a had a tough season against united last year lost three games yeah twice and then once in the league cup but before that we'd been we have good games like the during Mourinho, we would just light up united like there were games where united didn't have the ball we had like 50 pass goals like the 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 peak guardiola seasons against united were cake we just beat them no problem but then the last season was a rough season because they're a counterattacking team and they do have spirit. 
Um, but I'd expect, especially the way City have been playing, that City should just put a hurt on them again. I mean, it's just if Aguero's going to be available, if we can get the finishing right, the City will create chances. It's going to be all about finishing. Uh, hopefully, City don't have the same problem. Like, if City lose this game, it'll be they give up three shots and, and United score two, and City will have 20 shots and won't score. That's how City loses, always. Uh, it really come down to, for me, um, how clinical City is, right? And I exactly, guess that's the story exactly. always. But, yes. yeah, I mean, I don't, see two, I don't see two things. I don't see United being able to bunker the way that a Mourinho team would um, or a way that, you know, other teams try and make them break you down. Yeah. Um, the other thing is that Ole might be coaching for his job in this game. I, I don't think that's going to happen. It, 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 the narrative is that he's always coaching for his job. As long as he doesn't get destroyed, he's fine. Well, that's what I mean. So if with that but in City mind. Are due. Maybe, City are due to fucking light somebody up. Exactly. Yeah. And they didn't light up Fulham, which I thought that everybody thought that they were going to five minutes into the game. But <laughs> if Ole is feeling the heat a little bit, and again, he's back in Europa League. He's scuffling at the top four. He's right there, right there in sixth with a game in hand. So they're fine on that front for now. They, and actually, I, can't, they, I can't believe they're only like a point. Well, that's like the thing is that since, right since January, they've actually been quite good in the Premier League. But nonetheless, um, do I think that uh, Ole will coach not to lose? That's a possibility. He never right? does. Like, he does not do that. If, he pl- if they play the way that they played against Leipzig, they're going to get beat. I would agree with that. <laughs> now, because one thing that has happened since City and United played is City are a good defensive team now. We have solved mm-hmm. our defensive problems. Between, we actually have good center backs. Like, Diaz completely changed everything. All of a sudden, John Stones is good. All of a sudden, Laporte has a good game. City haven't given up, go- we're not giving up goals at all. Like, nothing. Right. So, uh, yes, they, you know, the Tottenham game was, was a rough, was it's almost the last typical game. But I don't feel like City were terrible. It was just typical, Right. They, two shots, two goals, and then done. Right. Uh, but I think, like, I feel good about this game. I'm not too worried. But, you know, they could get hit in a break again. I am afraid of John Stones playing, even though I'm happy that he has played. I, <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd, rather have, um, I'd rather have Laporte Diaz well, than Stones. Well, yeah, did, who, did, who played uh, in midweek? Laporte. Who played in Champions League? Laporte. Laporte played? Laporte and Stones because Garcia went off. I did see that. He went off in like the 30th minute or something. But they played um, Ake at left back. So that might be something that, that, um, that Pep is thinking of to go more defensive with the four of Walker, Laporte, of Walker, Stones, Diaz, Ake, which would be interesting. Well, I don't think th- – I think that was a, a total rubber match, right? Like it didn't matter at all. Right, all um, right. I mean, they, he wanted guys to have to play, but right. I mean, like clearly you, for you think fucking minutes again. Right, you think Cancelo <laughs> would play, right? So, we right. don't know we don't know what the lineup will be. We know Suar, we know KDB will play. We know Sterling will likely play. Aguero came on and scored, which was great, but he's not ready for 90 minutes. No. Um, but I think he'll have an, a cameo to play in this game for sure. Yeah, I don't I don't know how how Pep's going to want to play. It. Either he's going to be really afraid of the counterattack or go really attack and just try and beat them but the way city have been playing it would be dangerous to not stay with the double pivot but do uh, you think um that aguero can go 60 minutes 
No. Do you think? Do you think Pep would? Because he no. only played a midweek, right? In a little bit. Half an hour. But, okay, so oh. he's not going. Yeah. Okay. Half. An I was. Hour. Uh, yeah. I. I wonder. And only if they, they're losing, right? Only if they need him. Well, no, he's, of course. Yeah. But so that's kind of where. Yeah. Yeah. I just. I. It's interesting that City are just so perpetually unhappy with their striker, no matter what. Even when it is Aguero, sometimes they're like. Ah, he's getting old. He's kind of tired. This and that. His legs are going. No, he's still Sergio fucking Aguero. But yeah, the thing, the thing, is, him, the thing is, is that we only have the two, right? There's not a third one, right? <laughs> right. They, and they never play together ever. Well, and well, one of them makes the other one look great, right? Like nobody's yeah. loved Aguero more since the since the the famous goal. Well, no, he just scores. He just scores. Months. He just scores big goals. Like he just he's well, got sure, that. Sure, but what I'm saying is he he's been out. And Jesus misses chances like it's his job. He right? led the so, league in expected goals last year. Yeah. And didn't – like 18, and he only yeah. scored 10. Yeah. So, <laughs> so there was actually an expectation that, that this might be the season where Jesus, they click, and he scores he 25. Right. right. Because he could, he could. He gets into spaces. He gets into places. He's, he's really good at – Everything that a striker does, but he tends to shoot right at goalkeepers. Well, it's that. And, and he, look at all the talent he's surrounded by. Right. It's actually oh, yeah, really interesting. He's – so from a quick fantasy perspective, my he friend has be, been like – He should be better. He, he's like, how does he suck, right? A buddy of mine in our <laughs> league has him, and he's like, they just won 5 nothing, and he didn't fucking get any points. I'm like, okay, it's sort of an anomaly. I don't really know. But also, City sort of just played around him. <laughs> well, but he does stuff. Right, he's doing things. Sure. Yeah. He's one of the best pressers from the front. He's he's basically. <laughs> I was gonna say he's 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 a not sh- he's Danny Welbeck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's a rich man's Danny Welbeck. Right. He kind of has that quality, like that that Sean Shane Long kind of hard running front man who can't finish. But he's really fit. Like if you don't notice, you don't notice. I've watched him for years. He's way fitter than he's ever been. Like he's getting his man body, right? He's 23. Yeah. He's not, doesn't have the chunkiness. It's really lean. He's really fit. He looks good. He runs hard. He never runs out of gas. The issue is, is the finishing. Like he doesn't have, he doesn't have all the shots, right? Mm-hmm. It's got to be a shot, a rebound, a shot again. He doesn't like just blow you away. Like he never shoots from far. He never shoots from out. They put him inside the box and that's where he is the whole time. Um, I think you see with him, it's like, the cliche is sort of he shoots t- to hit the net, not to hit the corners, right? Like, yeah, if you, he's just shooting, <laughs> right? Like, a Mares is a guy who shoots to hit the corners, and that guy right? And when he misses, it shoots over the bar, right? Right, exactly. But then he hits the corners, you know, right? Right, and it looks great. Like, he, he oh bangs it off God. the top and it goes in Mares. Oh, my goodness. City fans hate him and love him and are weird. So a, let, as, let, I'm let, not a neutral, but I love Riyad Mares. I love watching him. Let's, let's, let's go through the schedule tomorrow. We've got Leeds versus West Ham. Um, should be fun. We love Leeds. I, I'm hoping Leeds bounces back. I don't really want them in the relegation fight. They're too good. And I think West Ham have gotten a lot of luck. But uh, home to Ellen Road, I don't know what the status is of the COVID virus in Ellen Road. But if they have 2,000 fans, it'll be the loudest 2,000 fans anyone's ever fucking heard. <laughs> yeah. Because it'll be their first home game of the year. Uh, then we have a, a Blackland, Black, the Blacklands, the Darklands. Uh, Wolves versus Aston Villa. That is a derby of Birmingham. They're on two sides of the city. Wolverhampton is on one side. Aston Villa is on the other side. I don't know if you know this, Mike. Aston Villa, as in Aston Martin. The car. 
Oh, oh, I didn't know. Oh, I didn't know Aston that. is a place. Yeah, no, I, all right, no, I knew that. <laughs> right, but it's a place inside of uh, Birmingham. So uh, they play. We love Jack Grealish. There was a meme going around. I'm oh not sure God, if it was Jack real. Grealish. Very exciting stuff. He was, uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's true, but I love it. Uh, him, <laughs> and a, him and a fine-looking woman. Newcastle's back in. This is a West Brom, Newcastle. Blech. If I have to watch this, I'm going to kill myself. But West Brom need wins or they'll disappear. Uh, then we have the Manchester Derby. That's tomorrow at 9.30. Not Saturday Saturday late, we have Everton versus Chelsea. Battle of Blues. This is another test for Chelsea. Like, if they can put away Everton and keep putting teams away, it seems like their defense is completely revamped. Mendy for fucking signing of the season. To, yeah, Silva t- signing of the season. You wonder why the fuck these teams don't just sign old center backs with, with a, paired with another guy with young legs. Sort of feels like Johnny Evans and Soyuncu, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're, these old center backs, just get one. Hey, right. Arsenal, sign Lewis Dunk. What are you doing? <laughs> Sergio Ramos, right? Exactly. Um, exactly. Sergio Ramos with Varane. Varane's yeah. terrible without him. Awesome with him. Yep. Um, real quick on that game. Interesting. Um, if Chelsea want to make up ground on Tottenham and Liverpool, what a better way, right? Like, yeah. Um, Spurs lost to Everton, and Liverpool famously with that VAR call, they drew. So yeah. this is a team, and it's not how the table is necessarily made. But these are the two teams you're chasing. You got to win all the games you should be winning, but also win the games the guys in front of you aren't. Right. right? And right. a good example for them to do that. And they, so they they go to the road, right? They're they're at uh, at Goodison. Everton. Yeah, I think they may have fans. I don't know this. Different tiers in different towns in London. They do. Yeah, because Liverpool has fans at Anfield. Right. So, I mean, if they're so, fucking down the Then we've the road. got our, our love affair teams, Southampton versus the poor Sheffield United. It looks like Sheffield United is in real fucking trouble now. They can't score at all. They Game only have one point. Uh, they've, and got, against, they've got, like, I don't know, maybe it's the colors. They've got a Sunderland vibe to them this year. Oh, uh, they do. They do have a Sunderland vibe. It makes me sad. <laughs> Yeah, they, they do have a – they're red-striped. So they do feel Sunderland. We may have to say goodbye. I really love them. I hope they find a way uh, because I could do without Fulham and I could do without Burnley. Uh, Palace, Tottenham, this is a London derby. Uh, Zaha's there. Uh, it's a trap game. Big-time trap be, game. Be careful. I'd like to see Tottenham take it to him. Like, play. This is a team So this is going to be the litmus test, right? So you've had three big-ish games, right? Like – uh, City, Chelsea, Arsenal. This is the gimme. This tactics. is the one you got to go get. Yeah. This is, right, exactly. You're not going to be able. And in fact, ironically, you may lose the game playing against a team who's going to play that style, right? With right. The they're going the to play the same, right? Palace is going to play a 5-4-1, right? They're going yes. to play deep. But with Zaha there, fear the Zaha. He's, I watched a video. He's playing with a two up top now rather than on the wing. So he's closer to goal. He has, I think, five or six goals already, which is unusual for him. Last he missed a few games. He had one. Uh, Yeah, and I I worry about, um, I think, Toby Toby Alderweireld and Eric Dyer have been phenomenal, especially in the last month, but they're not the fastest, right? They're not going to be able to keep up in a foot race with Zaha, and that's how he could get loose. So Yeah, I mean, it depends. It depends. And I would expect, I would expect, Hoybier will play, but I'm, I would hope that Sissoko's not playing so that you have one more creative player if you even have one. But we'll see how that I goes. would think we're going to start with Sissoko, and I think that we bring on – well, first like, of all, so – You want, it, you want, Tim, you want Tim, Tim Dombele and Lo Celso together. Ideally, yes, but I don't think that – Do you know what I mean? Like you want to play – you almost want, you want to play a 4-3-3 or a four, whatever, right? You want to play it right. with, with Hoybier playing the only holder with the two – 
eight, two eights. You play city yep. style with the mm-hmm. two going up and down, but I don't yep. think that's how they'll play. They'll play with the double. I agree. Uh, I think that, uh, especially based on today, LaCelso played a full 90. So I don't think he's going to play. I mean, um, Mourinho may just be an asshole and just go to Hoyper and be like, sit on Zaha. I don't want him to get the ball. That's possible. And who, I mean, that's so negative and disgusting. But this will be a tough game. I would fear a draw. Uh, Fulham, yeah. Liverpool. Pff, fucking Not in the face. Fucking Liverpool are so goddamn good. I hate. They're the best team, even without Van Dijk. They just are. I fucking mm-hmm. hate them. They now that they, they don't have Allison, now they have a young goalkeeper. They're fine. Fucking pieces of shit. Uh, <laughs> my other love affair: Leicester City versus Brighton. Leicester have been sputtering uh, a little bit, but Brighton are also sputtering. They're at the bottom of the table. They need to get results. As much as I love them, they are so of the so from the bottom ten. They are the second. No, they're not the second best goal differential. The bottom 10 are Wolves, Palace, Aston Villa, Newcastle, Leeds, Arsenal, Brighton, Arsenal, 15. Fulham, Burnley. Right. But they are only at a minus three, right? Uh, Villa Villa are at a plus seven because of basically the the Liverpool game. But Brighton should not be down here with these teams. Mm -hmm. And they are because they just can't seem to get out of their own way. Uh, Arsenal play Burnley. That is a referendum. If Arsenal cannot get three points versus Burnley – to get a fire fucking Arteta. I mean, it's like, what's going hey, on? It seems you've come around to my side of the story, right? <laughs> like, what is um, going on? They're yeah, dying. I, uh, I'm excited. I, okay. I don't know how many games a year I will root for Burnley. Probably four, <laughs> maybe five. This is one of them. I'm going to enjoy watching Arsenal without any creativity in the midfield. What's so fucking ever? Oh, God. Try to break down the 11-man brick wall defense. And the, yeah, uh, but at, Arsenal at home, yeah, they're, they're bad. But, but well, okay. I, I you think it's funny. I trust, I trust Burnley more in this game. Um, I have one. The the X factor in this game is Danny Ceballos, right? He's he got to make passes. Be, he has to be the 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 creator. Yeah, right for Arsenal. If he's Just not fucking, fucking nobody is. And dust the most off, important, just dust off Earl and fucking put him in. Just swallow your goddamn pride. Tell the Chinese to fuck themselves and be like, we got to win this game. I'm putting it in Mesut Ozil. <laughs> well, the other thing that's so interesting is that Locke is, is he, is he and, even practicing? Can he play? Like, I don't know, he's, he? tweeting, he's tweeting and uh, making fun of Piers Morgan, and I'm enjoying that. Oh, that's gosh. been fantastic. Uh, just, they've been arguing on Twitter, and one has 25 million followers, and one has one and a half or something. So oh it's God. been kind of lopsided. It's been fun. Oh um, all of Turkey that, is be, all of Turkey is behind Ozil, and right. all and all the Muslims. Yeah. <laughs> um, Aubameyang's oh speed counts for fucking nothing in this game. Nope, zero. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for them to here's drop the points th- again. Here's the thing, Arsenal. Let me give you a tip. Sign fucking Tarkovsky. I don't care if he can't pass. He would give you personality. He could be the new Tony Adams. Like, he just has to pass it to the next guy who passes. Sometimes you don't have to build out of the back. You just need a guy who will fuck people up. <laughs> Tarkovsky. Tarkovsky he's, for he's... Arsenal. Lewis Dunk for, for Arsenal. One of these English defenders who are just like, I will fuck you up. Get away <laughs> from my goal. Oh man, they're where put, are they? They're gonna put James Tartkowski in the ten roll, right? That's right? How, like that's how dire it's I mean, getting. I mean, like, I just don't understand. I'm stupid. I don't know anything about football. Maybe I'm dumb, but I see guys like Vestergaard, who is carrying the ball, is eight feet tall. Like, 
why can't Vestergaard play for Arsenal? Like, don't tell me you can't find a defender when you go fucking sign David Luiz, who basically fucks something up every game. He killed well, someone. To, he almost cracked someone's to, head open. They tried to go by your, you know, the old center back theory. And that one, they're like, oh, shit, this guy kind of sucks, though. Yeah, but he, I but actually you knew that he sucked. No, I have a theory on David Luiz. This is, I don't know if I've told you this before. He's My good. thinking is that he's so fucking bad at Arsenal, it cannot be on purpose. So I see David Luiz as a double agent. Right? <laughs> he's well, no, still but on he the was, Chelsea. But he was bad on the Chelsea Brazil. payroll. No, no, no. He's still on the Chelsea payroll, and he went from Chelsea to Arsenal because he knew he wouldn't play anymore in Chelsea, and he went to torpedo Arsenal from the inside out and ruined Matteo Guendouzi, who sucked anyway, while he was there. He's like, hey, don't cut your fucking hair. You can look like me and suck at football simultaneously. I don't know. But David I don't, I don't know what's going on with that team. It's just like, can you never play fucking Granite Shaka again, please? He's brutal. They He's just shit Eric Dyer. The thing is, Arsenal just – their poor fans are just like dying. They're not good. No. Like, they're just not good. They don't have players. Well, like, what are the they thing, doing? And I don't want to dip too far deep into the fan thing again, but oh, if – you, you're not – like, you've been watching this team your whole life. It's nothing fucking else to do. Yeah. You know that this team isn't very good. So for you to act surprised when your team sucks balls and is in 15th place, that's on you, right? Like, like on some level, detach a little. Because they're, they're – like, you walked into the season going, these guys aren't very good. Yeah, right. I just don't get it. It's just like, it's so weird because at the back half of the season and the first couple games of the season, it really felt like Arteta had something going and they were hitting teams on the break and being defensive and Aubameyang was scoring goals. He signs a contract. I don't, listen, I don't think there's a, it's not, guys don't sign contracts and just suck. Like, how that happened to Arsenal twice in a row? That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, they just they just don't have it. It's fucking shocking. Is there anything else? That's it, really. I, I'm looking at the schedule. There's, like I said, like we were talking about United City's the big game. There's a couple of other kind of undercards, if you will. We do have the Champions League draw on Monday and the Europa League draw, as it were, as well. Bad. Something I was thinking about that. Um, Wait a minute. Europa why League are you? Why are we playing? A, we're, we got a, we got games on Wednesday. We do. Holy dog shit. Well, we'll talk about those on Monday. But, uh, <laughs> wow, that's, will... a, that's a big game at noon. Oh, my God. That's, that's a night game. It's going to be cold as fuck. Oh, boy. That's a fun one. So we'll talk about those the next match week on, on, on Monday. I think games are going to be coming super thick and fast. Oh, my now. God. They are. Then again on Saturday. What then the again fuck on are Saturday, they doing? Again on Tuesday, Wednesday. So it's, it's the welcome to the festive period. We're getting oh, into yeah. it. Oh, yeah. And then the FA we're Cup. We're finishing up the games in. so that we can do the Euros in, in June. That's basically what we're doing here. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. The, like I said, the, the Europa League draw is after the Champions League draw. And yeah. I kind of – that doesn't make sense to me. Like, why would you have the third place game after the gold medal game? <laughs> like, these people – Nobody These English cares. people are fucking more the, – well, that's Europe. That's Europe. They're yeah. just dumb. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, I don't I'm get it. Like, there's that. a I I have a subscription to the Athletic, and I, but I you know we get one dollar off for the first year, it's one dollar <laughs> a month, but there's a whole article about the CFG group, the City Group, and how they're doing their whole thing, and it's just like these <laughs> right people are just like, why would they create a whole business around football? I'm like, what are you? It it boggles the mind how they don't commercialize everything. <laughs> yeah. 
but that they're shocked. They're just like, I can't believe they're trying to make money. And, what do and, you mean they're trying to make a closed league that's franchises with all of Europe? That's crazy. Like, it'll still never register to me that like it's so commercialized. Like the the actual product, right? Like the 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 jerseys are the most commercialized thing in all of sports. All right. sports, no American. T- I mean, we have some ads on some jerseys, but not Wait, like but, that. But but we have breaks in the game to show ads. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so they don't have yeah, that. Have to, okay, that's fair. Because they could just put it in. Right. Right. If you were gonna do soccer for business, you'd put a break in. You just like okay, <laughs> water breaks. Just, yeah, we just break it into quarters. Yeah. And just show ads in between. Like, like why is halftime only 15 minutes? I just make it long. Yeah. <laughs> Because it yeah. seems like they do a commercial, they do a bit, they do another commercial. The game's back. The game's they're just back. Like, somebody took a shit, and they're right. that's not even long enough to take a shit. <laughs> no wonder Eric Dyer had to go in the middle of the game. Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave it oh at my that. Goodness. Shits for all. I'll speak to you Monday. Hopefully, I will be happy. My medication is really helping me from being worried, which I don't like. I like to be angry about these games, but it's... yeah, you're usually pretty on edge and, and self-loathing and all that stuff. I'm, I know. Yeah, I you know. might have this to is... ship me some of that stuff. I, it's terrible. Lexapro sucks. I just I have no fear. I have nothing. I, I I'm empty inside. It sucks. <laughs> I want to be upset and worried desperately. I'm desperate. Take a, for take a day off from them on Saturday. You're gonna call I'm, me I'm, crying at halftime. I, I'm desperate for anxiety. Please <laughs> give, give me back my anxiety. Okay, later on, Mike. That was the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast with Mike Salerno and Laurent Cortines. This was a crap football, crap pundit production. We will return on Mondays and Thursdays for the Premier League season. We will talk about soccer and other things that interest us. Mike is crazy. Laurent is insane. That's why it works.